Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hello, Baltimore. It's that time again. You are tuned in to Faces Going Places. Get the kids, get the cat, get the dog, and we're ready. Do we ever have a power pack program for you today? Remember, this is a uh, Faces Going Places production, and we want you to be a part of it. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so we appreciate your donations, and all the things that you bring to the table. What a way to start. I tell you, it looks like we got a caller on the line already. All right. Caller, are you there? I'm here. How are you, Dr. Butler? This is, Dr. hey, this is my Tia. That's my Tia gang. <laughs> Tia! Hey, Tia. <laughs> well, and Laney, oh my goodness, two queens out there together. I, you know, I like this. This I told you it's going to be a good show, folks. So you better go get your friends and get your cat and get your dog and get the frog so the, so the cat can eat the frog and we can go on with the program. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Happy New Year to you guys. This is the best way to start a show. My two favorite queens out there getting the job done. And I'll tell you, the mother is so cool and calm. I don't know how she got the daughter that's like me. We must have the same gene. We are upside down crazy. Me and Tia. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hello, but. Everyone. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, there's something. There's something happening in the neighborhood. Oh. Yep. Hey y'all. <laughs> you hear okay. Reggie? My sidekick Reggie is on the on uh, the other mic and he's raring to go. Yep. L- listen, hey, let me ask Reggie. you. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's our hot sauce. But listen, first of all, let me congratulate you ladies on handling a serious event uh last week. And you did a yeoman's job. Nobody does it better. When you do something, you do it the right way. To show the kind of Thank love. You, Yep, to show the kind of love and and compassion that you did for the crowd. Listeners, you can take a lesson from these ladies because they do everything first class. They really do. And I'm on it. Thank you. We appreciate that. And we were honored to have you there. Well, we're going to... Thank you. Yep. Well, we're going to let you guys talk about some of the things that you're doing. You know, we always try to give our listeners some positive information. And many of them call or they email me about being in business and uh, what should they do, the A, B, and C. And I don't know of any small business here in Baltimore that is as prepared as um, Tia is. She dots her I's and crosses her T's on everything. And her mother is right there looking over her shoulder to make sure that she does it. So, uh, yep. So, what I'd like to do uh, this today, ladies, if we can, is uh, let you and Tia talk a little bit about 
your business number one because you're not just an entrepreneur. You're an international entrepreneur. And it's good for folks in our community to understand that there is a difference. And we do have people who really know the business world and can share some things with them. And I'm going to let you talk about whatever you want. You can talk some about, uh, you know, how you got into business, what your business is on the international uh, level, maybe how mm-hmm. people could get in touch with you as a designer, not just to run and they pick up some flowers. See, it's a lot more to Absolutely. you than that. And then uh, a part of the segment, if we can, uh, they, I'm, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Miss Laney. I don't know where, where, where the bait is. Let me get formal. Miss um, Laney, then we'll let you talk a little bit about the fact that, you know, you wrote your book and a little bit about you because you have your legacy in and of yourself. So, Tia, how about giving us a little thing about how you started, why you started? And I've always been concerned why the flower business? You know, you're an actress, you do all, you're a model, you're mm-hmm. an actress, uh, you're, you're a advocate, <laughs> you're an advocate for Definitely. the small business people, you are everything. So why don't we Absolutely. let you talk some? This is Miss Tia Latrell Laney. There we go. Hello again, everyone. And, and I won't make it long and drawn out. Uh, but I started, I mean, I actually, I wasn't that serious when I first started doing flowers. I was more so into my acting career, my theatrical, my modeling career. Not mm-hmm. that I'm not terribly into those, mm-hmm. but the flowers were kind of, you know, I only did it for my home. Okay, I have to thought. Yes, 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 yes. Friends would come over and they would say, you know, you are really good at this flower thing. You should really consider that or you should really think about that. And I still kind of, it was still pretty much on the background. And I would just say, okay, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but I moved to New York. Um, some years ago, and when I when I returned, I, I still wasn't that serious about the flower business. But when I professed, you know, the goodness of God and how imperative it is to follow your ordained purpose, that is where the flower business really emerged for me. So I, I got started because it, it was a calling from God. I took it serious. I didn't play around with it. Um, honestly speaking, I didn't know that I was as good as I was. And, and that's when you start to talk about a real talent and a true gift. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, when I'm designing, it's, it's, it's as if God is coming through my body and coming out of my hands to really be as creative as I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything is, is actually sometimes it's a surprise to me. Um, a lot of times I'll even be emotional because I don't know sometimes how the project will turn out mm. until it's been completed. Mm. Um, so I started the flower business because it was an ordained, like it was an ordained direction, directive mm. from God, which I had to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on from that point, I started business in 2010, um, look, still currently at it. What we currently have done, and, and I'll tell everyone, you know, it's, it's, it's not a joke at all. You know, many times you do want to give up. You feel as if you, you can't move on, you know, financial-wise. It's just like, how can I continue? How will I eat? How can I provide for myself? But in all of those moments, you know, it's very imperative to ground yourself in the Word of God. Hmm. It's very imperative to tie, you know, because there are moments when, 
I will have a breakdown because I don't know where my next dollar bill is coming from. Right. But then it's always, it's always, you know, every time that happens, God will always send a blessing my way. It never, ever fails. It never fails. So as many times as, as I've asked God, well, is this really what you want me to do? I'm not supposed to suffer all this. Right after that, Right after I make that statement or I ask that question, he sends the blessing to let me know this is absolutely what it is okay. that I have to use to do, so I no longer question that. So moving up, you know, move, moving ahead through all of those bumps, of course, Dr. Butler being one of, he's not only, you know, a partner, a business manager, he's also a father figure for me, which I've learned so many valuable assets from Dr. Butler, which without him... I, I don't know what, you know, what I would have done in, 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 in certain instances. Um, so I have to give a lot of my credit to Dr. Butler as well. Uh, you know, like I said, it's not easy, you know, being an entrepreneur, especially being an African, African-American female entrepreneur up against a big corporate. You get what I'm saying? Like yes, yes, Lord. Like this. Yes. So I just look. I take God with me. I take all my mentors with me. I take everything that I've learned and I just, you know, do what God has instructed me to do. And I've come out okay. You know, I'm still, look, every day I, I say each day as it comes, it's not easy at all, but I know that it's what I'm supposed, it's my ordained purpose. And Absolutely. I have to share that with the world. Like, I would teach kids to not follow that. So moving on up to what we have, what we have presently going on, um, as so many know, you know, we work with the Ravens, uh, the Harlem Wizards. Uh, we've actually just partnered with, recently we've just partnered with Visit Baltimore. All right, uh, congratulations. Thank you, Dr. Butler. Numerous affairs and events, um, you know, that, 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 that are coming up and, and that are constantly ongoing. Uh, look to also find us in the Visitor Center, brochures, and so on. We also... We also played a part in the Hall of Fame induction of Ed Reed as well. All right, congratulations. So, that's actually, well, that wasn't that long ago. Thank you. We actually did the play card for his Hall of Fame uh, induction package for his celebrity golf tournament. Oh, so we were honored to also do that. Presently, we also, we've actually just uh, become ambassadors for the FUBU legend, Dana John. Oh. So we've actually just become ambassadors for his book called Power Chip. <laughs> um, so that'll be coming in March 2020. Um, and, and and as well as now, now let me tell you what also what really makes us international. What makes us international will be our clothing line. So that will be our apparel, accessories, and houseware line. Mm. That line is global. So that line is actually out of California. However, the manufacturers, all of the teams, you know, that come in to make everything what it is, it's on a global scale. We're all also right. with, and, and the name is Vita, and we're also with Fine Art America, which is another global, another global apparel, clothing, and accessory and houseware line as well. And look, our flowers are real, we, we ship all over. <laughs> so don't hesitate <laughs> to contact us and let us know. So let me tell you, 
So let me tell you how you can reach us. You can reach us, uh, of course, by phoning us at area code 410-733-7937. You can also email us at Latrellflowers, that's spelled L-A-T-R-E-L-L-S-L-O-W-E-R-S, as in Sam, at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us via our website, which is www.thetrellflowersllc.com. And once you go to our website, you can actually contact us through any of our social media networks, which are all on our website. You can find everything on the website. <laughs> and Tia, you got, you got a lot of followers out there. Somebody just sent us a message and asked, weren't you playing in the war? So I know you don't put that out there a lot, but I guess people know. They hear your voice. They know who you are. So you're an actress. So I guess, can you answer yeah. that for them? Okay. I'll elaborate on that. Absolutely. I've, I've been acting for years, for years. So I'm a SAG actor, actress as well. Um, I, I, look, I lived in New York for some years. Uh, work, work with half the industry, to be honest with you. But I guess a few of the things that I've been in, most individuals, would more than likely know me for my role in 30 Rock with uh, Tracy Morgan and and some of the Saturday Night Live crew as a fly girl in 30. I played one of Tracy Morgan's fly girls. Um, <laughs> I was playing on The Wire. I had, um, you know, some background roles on The Wire. Let me see some humorous things. I played with Queen Latifah, Tracy Ellis Ross. I was in a pitch called Life Support mm-hmm. where I played Queen Latifah's waitress. Um, I was also in another production called Love Monkey, where I worked alongside Lorraine Tate. I actually um, was the stand-in for his love interest. Uh, I've also played. It, it's just been numerous things. Just yes. things that, that I. And oh, also, yes, too. And actually, where I started, Doc, I actually started. Uh, on a reality show. So when you see all of these reality shows out here now, right, we were right. actually on like one of the first reality shows, which was called The Fifth Wheel. Okay. It was the, called yeah. Fifth uh-huh. Wheel on Blinding. So that's where I start, yeah, started as far okay. as national television is concerned. All right. And, and, and Tia, you know, you have a lot of... Uh, awards and I know we'd have to have two shows to cover everything that you've done <laughs> but some things uh, we want our listeners to know because a lot of people want to go into business and the, what they don't understand is there's a price you pay to go into business and there's some principles that if you violate them you go nowhere but you've been That's patient true. enough to uh, accept things accept the hardships and keep on pushing so I want them to know some of the things that you have national and international awards. And just so I want our listeners, I know it sounds like a lot, but they need to know. And we as a people need to get behind yeah. people like you and keep pushing you till you get to the top. And you yeah. certainly have been there in certain areas. But I want people to know it wasn't easy. I mean, you had to pay some dues. Many, 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 many dues in which I'm still paying the dues. So, you know, I like for people to know just because, you know, just because you become established or feel as if you're established or feel as if, you know, you've already crossed those T's, dotted those I's, you will never, ever, ever finish crossing your T's and dotting your I's. You know, you have to remain humble. You know, you can't think that, you know, well, listen, I've already done all of those things. I can no longer have to do that. 
you know, in a certain instance, sometimes, you know, you kind of, you know, you know what's best for you, you know, but at the end of the day, you will never stop crossing your teeth and dotting your eyes. You always have to continually pay your dues. You know, when I look at the stars that have been stars, I mean, for years, you have to continue to create new avenues. That's you so know, true. as you see them, they're still, as far as even my active career, you know, everybody is still auditioning. You know, it's still our It never, ever ends. Well, Tia, so. look, we're going to have to take a little break, but I'd like for you and your mom to stay around for our next segment because we just touched the tip of it. And I think there's so okay. many young ladies out there that now, to me, this is kind of the year of the lady. The ladies have been in charge a long time, but this is where they're finally coming out, letting it be known. <laughs> and, man, we better look out because everywhere you turn right now, it's not just a lady out there, but they're in charge. They were in charge behind the scenes. Now they're coming forward. They're so bold yeah. that Reggie and I went to a restaurant the other night, and I told the lady, I was so happy that y'all got it. I let her open the door for me. I let her, and then I, I even often let her pay pay my tab. Mm-hmm. Well, look, well, well, we, look, we you know what she said, too, doesn't <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, a true story, yeah. folks. But that is true. But look, we got we got to folks stay right by the doll. Don't go away. I want you to hear okay. more from um, the two Bopsy twins, <laughs> Tia and her mom. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Don't touch that doll. Okay. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Okay, we're back, folks. Uh, that was a real good break. Uh, Reggie didn't uh, uh, untie my my plug on my mic, and when I was going to the bathroom, I tripped over the table, and 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 the producer, he saw me trip over the table, and you know he's normally a nice guy. I thought he was gonna say, "Doc, doc, don't fall," and he let me oh, fall and hit the floor, and I'm kind of roly poly, so I rolled over on the floor, and he's still looking at me. I said, "Well, what, what, why didn't you help me up?" He said, well, uh, you, you kind of act like a young man, even though you're old man. I want to see how much energy you had. Oh, my goodness. Do, y'all, do, do, do you guys feel sorry for me? You know what, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's, get, let's, let's get back to this exciting. You guys, are, you're pumping us up. You, now, we, when we left, you were talking about some of the things you had, and I know you received lots of international um, awards. And yeah. you, you are, I like that football thing that you designed. They ought to put that up for solemn auction at one of my golf tournaments. You mean the football? The football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tell yeah. them some of the special yeah. things that you designed. Because <clears throat> as a designer, you are off the charts, I'm telling you. 
Well, thank you, Doc. I appreciate that. How did that football? Yeah, how did that football idea come up? It's 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 fabulous, guys. We we got to take a picture and have it so whenever we go around and uh, maybe help them with their book signing or autographs as they get more and more famous, yeah. then you'll know. So, how did that come yeah. about to you? Uh huh. Well, as far as as far as the football, I've always wanted to you know work with the NFL and the NBA and all of that good stuff. So. You know, the football idea, I don't know, it just came to me one day. You know, a lot of times, just like a just like a book author, you know, or, or, or an artist or an mm-hmm. actress or whatever have you, a lot of times you'll hear an author say, you know, it took me 10 years to write this book, you know, because it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes a while. And sometimes, you know, I remember Missy Elliott saying, um, look, even musicians, I heard Missy Elliott say, mm-hmm. you know, she sleeps with her pad and pencil right beside her bed. Yes, because yes, when an idea yes. hits her, she wakes up and she wipes it down. It's the same thing with me. Yes. So I could be asleep and then all of a sudden an idea will arise and I have to wake up. I don't necessarily write mine down. I just remember right, what it is. Right, and right. I'll just go to work at it and I'll practice and see if it will work and then I kind of go from there. So you know, that idea, it just, it just came to me. And, and, and right after I started to do that, um, you know, the manufacture, all of the other stuff came into play. But then not too much longer after that is when I was approached by the marketing company, one of the main marketing companies that worked with you know, the majority of the Ravens players. Uh-huh. So when that happened, you know, of course I had to meet with uh, copyright attorneys and patent attorneys and all of that beforehand because you can't just design, right. you know, you can't right. just there's a lot of things to come into play with that to protect your business, you know, yeah. to protect mm-hmm. your pockets. So after that, you know, when that happened, I gave them the idea in which I actually took it into them mm-hmm. uh, because you want to be careful about, you know, you don't want to, stuff all over the internet and all of those things either. Okay. So, you know, when I went in, I gave them the idea and they they were, you know, gun hard about the idea. So it just went from there. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed, you know, you belong to a lot of professional organizations, too. A lot of people, they go into business, they are entrepreneurs, and they try to do yeah. er- everything on their own. I know that you're a member of the Visit Baltimore. You're also a member of the Greater yeah. Baltimore Black Chamber. And, you yeah. know, and, yeah. Yeah. and what I like about yeah. you is that you like the certifications that they say people have. A lot of people figure they've got one and that's it. I noticed you uh-huh. are very, very thorough, and you apply for lots of different types of certification. That's what makes you an easy client to work with, is that you yeah. have prepared yourself and put yourself in a position that when the right person comes, which I hope is me, they can take yeah. you because they don't yeah. have they don't have to reinvent the wheel. You've got the, the certifications, you've got the patience, yeah. and of course you have the professional knowledge. But I want to get to your mom for a minute. So we can also talk yeah. about her book. And meanwhile, folks, if you um, get your pencil, get your pen, and before this segment is over, we'll give Tia a chance to give the number and how she could be contacted uh, to you guys again. But uh, right now, I'd like for your mother, if she's there, Miss Laney. I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> well, I'd like for you to tell them a little about yourself, too, because you and I go back so far that it's embarrassing, I'm telling you. 
<laughs> and you still you still look like a, a a sister to your daughter and I look like I have been run over by Reggie. <laughs> so that's not the hard but if we didn't go back that far, where where would the love be? I mean we had to we had to meet some point in time in life, correct? That's true. That is so true. Yes, yes, yes. So it's I, been all good. So I wasn't I wasn't this bad some years ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, go ahead, Miss well, Lady. Know, well, I, expected, I expected you to be president. I really you, listen, folks. Folks oh, out there, I, I am going to tell you something about this lady. In my travels, we we work together and uh, uh, teaching and all that kind of stuff. But one thing I'll always remember. <laughs> about Miss Laney and the crew out at Morgan. No matter when I, where I went and any business I was in, if I was away from them for a while, whenever I returned around them, they made me feel like a king. Always positive, always uplifting, always encouraging. When other people were running in the opposite direction, they reached out and they really did embrace me. But let's talk about how far you've come, and you certainly have. And I'm still in admiration of both you and your daughter. Go ahead. Thank, uh, thank, thank you for, for all the good stuff. But it's, it's true. And Butler, uh, don't don't listen to him, crowd. He can't not sell himself short because he's everything I said he was. He, he talk about an entrepreneur, entrepreneur. It's Butler. And, uh, in fact, you were my marketing teacher. Yes. And it's because of Butler and marketing that I ended up with a double degree. Because hey, hey, hey. Said, it, <laughs> <laughs> it added to my credit, and it's the one that took me over. I had the accounting degree and um, business administration because of the marketing class I took from Butler. So there you have it. Yes, ma'am. I, I, okay. After Morgan, I went on to become an author and the title of my book is Something Strange in My Town. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's a captivating mystery. Yes, Lord. Then you, then you can see how, how crazy Cynthia Laney really is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a captivating mystery about strange, even unnatural events that take place in the town around the stream in this wooded area. I tell them that it's a story with so many twists and turns. You just may train your neck trying to keep up. It has an ending that's so shocking. You will be <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm waiting for the movie vir- version to come out. <laughs> Say it again? I'm waiting the for the, the, the movie version to come right. out. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. You can visualize the characters and, and you can feel this and, and it's like a movie. But I tell them it's a, it's a, a must read. What inspired you, you, what inspired you to, to write that book? Write the book. Now, when I think about it, when I think about it, it goes way back. I've been telling stories when I think about it ever since I was in what we called elementary school. Hmm. I think I was in like the fifth grade, and I would go downstairs in the morning to the kindergarten and the first grade, and I would read them stories and tell them stories, and the teachers always wanted me to come down there and do that with them because it kept them quiet. They were so captivated <laughs> that they would just be quiet and listen and have a good time. Then I went on to junior high school, same thing. I was making up stories on my way down the hall to lunch. 
and people would run to get a table just to see what I was going to say next one. I didn't know because I was making it up on my way down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kept saying, I'm going to write a book. 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 And I kept writing things down, but I never did anything with it. So people said, what made you do it this time? And my answer is, because I promised God I was going to send it something. Okay, okay. That happened. that happened. And this story actually came from a dream. I had a dream quite a few years ago. And it was an odd dream, and I didn't know why I had that dream. So a few years later, like Tia says, it takes time. You, you don't just write and, okay, I'm going to write this whole thing. No, you may write five pages, and then you, you don't have anything else that's it. And that's what happened with this. A few years later, I woke back up and said, from another dream, and I said, so that's why that happened. And that's what made me start to write it all down. Well, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I was yeah, so no, impressed by that, um, uh, babe, because uh, I think that, one, people need to know how creative some of our folks are. And we definitely need to read. You know, we talk about STEM, but I think, and now I guess they're getting ready to put an aura in it because reading, you can go and take courses and want to be one of these engineers that they say we have such dire need for. And it's STEM, mm-hmm. uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I think in right. our community, there needs to be an R in there because if you're yeah. going to be an engineer, how will you know how to read the uh, prints or do the things if you can't read them? That's correct. And so that's a big problem in our schools, and I'm hoping that uh, somebody will introduce that. Uh, I know people give away books, and the kids love it when you read to them. And, of course, I always try to give some of your books away on the programs we do, but I'd like to offer something for you to do. And, listeners, if you write in or email me and let me know if you think it's a good idea, we're going to do it anyway, but I hope you think it's a good idea because what we like for you to do is maybe come on the show and maybe read a chapter or something a week. Oh, and just, just Yeah, just one a week. And our listening audiences, if you would like for uh, her to come, Miss Laney, to come into your uh, nonprofit, into your school or something like that, why don't you get in touch with me? and see if we can't have her come over to your school or your business, wherever you're located, and do something, and maybe she'll do a book signing at some of the community things. Because in this city, we really need to do some things to make something happen that's different than what's already going on. So is that something you might entertain? Sounds like a plan. Well, then we would love for you to be able to do that. And thank you for sharing uh, that information with us. And uh, Tia? Let, let me give you one thing. Okay. Uh, website. Yes. The website is www.somethingstrangeinmytown.com. And if you want to order the book also, you can reach me. Telephone number is 443-565-2360. Can you give it to them again, please? So they might not have had the pencil. and might be trying to write it with the cat's tail. The telephone number is 443-565-2360. And the website is www.somethingstrange.com. 
com. All right. And we're going to get ready for a break. And Tia, I wanted you to have enough time to close it out. So let's do it right after the break so that we don't have to interrupt you when you uh, give us the final say on, okay. on what you are. So, folks, we'll well, be right back. This is thrilling and exciting. They got me so excited. I almost bit this microphone. <laughs> but, folks, I'll tell you what. Just stay right there. Hold on to that doll. And I'm going to hold on to my invisible cat because the cat is in the house today, folks. So we'll be right back. Don't touch that doll. I'm taking everything. Okay, folks, we're back. I tell you, we needed that break again. I, they're trying to get me. But, you know, a cat has nine lives, and I really think that my cat is trying to let us know that he is back with one of his uh, lives. So we're going to be mindful of that. So all you guys out there, I'm not going to say say a prayer because that might not be the right thing to say. But I want you to be mindful that the cat is in the house. Hey, Tia, are you still there? Well, Tia, I, I, like I said, you, you guys make up a whole show on your own. So I could never shortchange you because you have such exciting things to talk about. If a person wants to, be, say, be an intern with you, what do they need to do? Well, as far as the internship program, I've actually, well, I've kind of put that on a hold for now. Okay. Uh, but if you're interested... You know, if there are a few positions that are coming available, you would just phone me okay. at area code 410-733-7937, or you can email me at latrellflowers at gmail.com. That's great. And I want you folks out there to know, you know, Tia is a... Uh, uh, she and her mom, they are real down-to-earth people. They're the kind of people that you need to align yourself with. If you're going to go going to go into business, then you need to be, be around positive people. Negative people can only give you negative ideas, negative advice, and before you know it, you'll become in the family of snyops. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yep, so... So those that are on, you know, our listeners, we want them to know. And by the way, somebody said, well, what's a snyop? That means you're susceptible to the negative influences of other people. Definitely. All Definitely. right. That's, that's it. And the other thing, thank you, ladies, for everything I've ever had, any program or anything that I've had that I needed it to be beautified. These ladies have stepped up to the plate, and they've Thanks, supported Kathy. me in every yes every single thing and every time. So those of you on the phone, if you got a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a pretty friend, an ugly friend, if you're getting married, getting divorced, if you're going to have somebody to have a going home party, if they're the wrong kind of person, make sure you bury them with the face down because that's the direction they probably be headed in. But now... <laughs> We do, we do for your for your special needs. Really, really, you should contact um, Tia because she does a job like nobody else does. She's different, and there are things out there. But really, we want to support one another, and I'm predicting that the, her company will be one of the top minority companies in the country by the end of this year. Her head is right. Her heart is right. She's got the right kind of support. And this is what we need to do, identify those geniuses within our community. And they're reaching out to us, but we got to reach back out to them. I want to thank you guys for being a part of our show today. 
And these breaks are coming too close, but I've got another <laughs> one. We're having so many breaks, I feel like I'm on CNN. <laughs> but folks, we do have to take another little break. And this is the fourth party break that I have had, and we only had three. So I am one over. Uh, we'll be right back, folks. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Faces Going Places. And your host, Dr. Mel Butler, and Hot Sauce, the man of the day. We haven't let him come in here, but on our next segment, we're going to let Hot Sauce tell you what's on his plate. Thank you. Well, I have a good one, everyone. All right. You, we will. You too. <laughs> you too, y'all. Take it easy. Be safe out there. I will. All right. All right. Be right back. All right now. Yep. Love y'all now. Three, that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. This show has been so exciting. The time is just flying by. Uh, hopefully you were there and you got some other people to come in. And, you know, we on this podcast, we are going to get the links out so that you can listen to any segment that you want. Uh, I, I, my producer has told me that we have a bunch of those out there. So hopefully, and Reggie knows a little bit about that, we'll tell you how you can get it. Because a lot of people say, well, how can I get it? You can get any episode that you want. And yeah. if you have a business, you call us. And if you've been on the show, we can tie you in, tie your link into what we do. I'm going to let Reggie tell you how we do that. But before, I want to know, Reggie, what's been happening in your world? Uh, Doc, things have been um, going great with um, everything we've been doing, especially um, um, with the fitness thing. The fitness mm -hmm. thing is really picking up. Uh, of course, January is the month where everybody makes the new resolutions and and uh, everybody's getting on board with fitness. And uh, people, are, I think, are now have more of a mindset of how do I make this stick? You know, mm -hmm. I have a writing mm -hmm. that I've done called How to Make Your Resolution an Institution. Ooh. And how to how to make things stick? Because I think people are tired of coming back to January, starting <laughs> all over again. Yeah. And, and 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 bottom line is, I think Doc, what people are realizing is, I just got to put the time in and put the work in. You know, it's no quick fix, it's no That's shortcuts. Right. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and put the work in, Doc. I saw something that where a young lady had lost um, 107 pounds in three years. Wow. And I've been telling people that, sharing it with my classes, that she lost 107 pounds in three years. And I asked them, would they like to be like that woman? And they, you know, all excited, 107 pounds. <laughs> but then, Doc, when I told them that that broke down to three pounds a month, you should have seen their faces drop. <laughs> because they're thinking, that's all? 
and and that's it, and I see, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. See the little they look they um think the little things because everybody wants the whole pie all big right, at the beginning right, right. and realizing those little things add up. My mama always has a saying. She says sometimes doc a whole lot of little checks is better than one big check. Okay, now I'll right. take that. I'll take that every day. But Reggie, tell me something. Some time ago, I can't remember who told me or where I got it from. Might have been a seminar. But somebody said if you didn't do anything just normally that the average person would gain about five pounds a year. Right. That's true, Doc. Yeah, that five true? to ten pounds a right. year uh-huh. if you didn't, if do, you didn't anything. do anything. Right. So right. keeping that in mind, that's why uh, it shouldn't be hard for a person to make a decision that they should do some exercise because if you're going to pick that much weight up, what if you added a little exercise on a regular basis? That means not only would you not gain the five pounds, but you probably would lose a few more pounds. Exactly, exactly. And you almost train your body to keep certain things off. You train your metabolism and you and train your body to know when something doesn't belong. When you're when you're doing the right things with your body, even when you take a break or or sometimes people call it a cheat day. Yeah. Sometimes people call it a spurs day. Mm-hmm. Your body already knows that that's not normal activity. So it will not make accommodations for it. And I think that also is important with um, being consistent. So you train your body not to accommodate bad habits. That mm-hmm. means excess fat and things like that. You and can does actually- it matter what your age is? Because, you know, I have been so roly-poly for such, such a long time. But... Um, I don't know. I started the exercise program and, you know, watching people like you and I don't do a whole lot. But and I can't tell if I'm getting roly poly again or not. So am I doing something wrong or what should I do? You're doing a whole lot of things right, Doc. You've come down tremendously. And it doesn't matter what age. I always say, Doc, as long as you six feet above ground, you got time. Have mercy. Okay. So, all right. All so right. it's it's never it's never an age thing in your body. And because you're. Your body is designed to move efficiently. Okay. So if you do certain things with it, your body will fall in line regardless of your age. Okay. It's, it's not a. It's not a. Um, it's not. It's not predicated upon age. I got you. So the average person, and as a personal trainer, do do you recommend that uh, people maybe take the kids and put the kids in uh, exercise kind of class too? While they're young, so many people out there are walking around roly-poly. Mm, yeah, and I do recommend that. And I, and one of the things I recommend with kids, Doc, is that a lot of times kids model what they see. Yes, they do. So if you are exercising consistently, your kids will catch on. Your kids will see it because, you know, kids are like sponges. Yes. They soak up everything. And yes. one of the primary reasons why, Doc, I exercise, aside from athletics and being involved in athletics, because, you know, I'm second generation with my parents, right. both retired gym teachers and coaches. My brother and I saw them exercise. Wow. So it's like second nature to us. We don't, it's not, it's not foreign to us. We just do it. It's almost like it's just in us to do, and the only thing I could, the only way I could see, the only way I realize it's like that. The thing is, it was because 
We just saw them. We saw that example because, you know, kids will listen to what you do quicker than they listen to what you say. Well, you were kind of a track star. We never told our audiences uh, this, I don't think. But weren't you an alternate for one of the Olympics? Well, yeah, I trained. Which one well, how? I trained for two Olympic Games. I trained for the 92 Olympics and I trained for the 2000 Olympics. And then I became a master's track and field All-American at 43 years old. Wow. Um, running, the, um, running the 60 meter hurdles, I won a silver medal at the U.S. Masters National Championships, and um, at 43 years old, what? Uh, running the 60 meter hurdles, yeah. And um, um, what kind of time did you have? I um, I ran 60 meter. I ran the 60 meter hurdles. I ran in 8.3 seconds. And what was the record? This was in college. This was now. This was at 43 years old. This is oh, when I was 43. Well, well like so I, I said, was this, were you still in college like me? Uh, no. I, okay. <laughs> no, I was long. The long college days were long okay. over by then. Right. But I guess to put it in perspective, the world record in the um, 60-meter hurdles, I believe, is 7.3 seconds. So All I was right. a second so off of the world record. At 43. At 43. I tell you, no wonder you are so fast. I, I was trying to catch him around the table, folks, but I couldn't. I, I think he cheated, though, because I would run around the table, and he jumped over the table, so he ended up being in front of me. But I know that he was a good track star and because he, he's an excellent teacher. And don't people bring the kids to you, and you help the kids to a point where they might be able to get a scholarship or they, oh, I mean, it's so much, you know, to uh, a parent getting their child involved in things so that they can get scholarships that they may not have ever thought their child could do. Yeah, I do do that. God is it's a, it's a, a gift that God is a, a, a knack God has blessed me with where my, my motto is to reduce or eliminate the cost of college. So you oh, bring your okay. child to me. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to find a way to use that sport to help reduce or eliminate the cost of college so that, of course, they can get a degree and start a career. Now, mm. we go NFL, we make the pros and all that. Okay, that's okay. That's a bonus. But right. we want to make sure that child gets in school, gets a degree, reduces the cost, and to minimize any debt they have after they graduate by using that sport. Wow. And and using not just with conditioning, but also running the right events that make you Make that um, make you inexpendable. So you you team. personalize a program for that child. Yes, I do. I do do that, and then I even continue to monitor them even when they're in college. A lot of times, once they finish with school, or once they're in college after their freshman or sophomore years, uh, we work out during the summer to make sure they stay on point. They give these kids training books now, Doc. Mm. Um, a lot of my kids have come back after their freshman year, and they'll have a book about 70 or 80 pages thick full of drills and oh. exercises, starting from the day that they leave that campus, things that they have to do every day leading up to the day that they have to report in August. My it's goodness. just that detail. Even dark with menus that mm. where if they, they, they got it so dark where they'll have a, a, a Applebee's or, or an Applebee's menu, a Subway menu or right. Fireside. So they'll have all of those menus in that book. And what they do is they look in that book. If you go to these places, this is what you can eat. 
You can't eat anything else. This is what you can eat. So they pinpointed it that much detail, Doc. So if you're not have the mindset of keeping yourself in shape, which is one of the things I I tell the kids about, about keeping yourself conditioned and disciplined. If you don't have that mindset, when a a trainer or athletic trainer or coach throws that in front of you, Mm. you will goof off, not do what you're supposed to do, report back in August, fail your fitness test, and there goes your scholarship. Well, I'm telling you, you know, it's so much to learn, folks. That's why you need to get your friends and make sure that they listen to this program or they get one of the links and you can go by program or by date like pro show number one two three and you we want to make sure we get that information out mm-hmm. there to to you and we'll see if our producer can't give us the way that you can uh get these uh podcasts and we're going to be doing uh, we're doing some with uh, our friends at the the hookah is it the hookah bar what is he called <laughs> the hookah the hookah lounge the hookah it's lounge, the hookah lounge yeah. i tell you they're going to be working with us and i didn't even know what a hookah lounge was cuz every time i went by i called it hooters and i was kind of <laughs> wrong i think i made a mistake but um you know we've got a friend our friend kwan and i think kwan is going to be really uh, teaching us some things and exposing us to some things that we really didn't know about because we have a product that you can put in those places and it would break down any nicotine that's in there. So it would make it okay for you to at least go in there and not have to worry about the secondhand smoke and things because they have a lot of nice programs in the place and they don't serve liquor in there. I think some of them you can BYOB, but mm-hmm. this one is one that certainly we want to uh, give a shout out to Quan and what he's doing. I know his place is over in the Windsor Mill section. Yeah, yeah. And we have another place over there, folks, that we are part of. That's the Salsa Grill. Mm -hmm. Now, the Salsa Grill has one of our products in there. So if you eat, it's right across from Social Security. Mm -hmm. If you go in there and eat, you can ask them to seat you at one of the uh, uh, safe areas or I guess environmentally safe areas because they have it so you're sitting under a a light that's just, it's a filter really, and it's making the air cleaner than it normally would be. You can request that they seat you at one of those tables. So they have them throughout the Salsa Grill, the only restaurant in the United States that has that. And that's uh, a Faces Going Places uh, uh, pilot program that we're running. So remember those two things, the hookah lounge. uh, We're going to be talking more about them as we get into the future. And in fact, I think we need to take a little break so I can look up this name and make sure that I say it right. So, folks, we're going to take a brief break for the next uh, couple of minutes and we'll be right back at you. So don't touch that doll. Stick around. That strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. 
And I don't know about you folks, but the time is going. And remember, you're listening to Faces Going Places, the positive show for positive people. And you need to tell your friends about it. And we're going to have Reggie give you some information because I get lots of emails saying, how do I follow you guys? How can I hear these programs? And Reggie, why don't you tell them how they can and get a pencil, folks, so you don't want to be like me. Try to remember it, and then 30 seconds from now, you don't even know your name. So, Reggie, would you help our listeners out to know how they can get Faces Going Places? All right, you can get Faces Going Places available on Apple Music as well as Google and as well as Spotify. That's Apple Google Music and Spotify. Apple and those, what you do is you just pull those up, you look up Faces Going Places, and all of the episodes will pop right up. And you can listen to each one of them. That's on Apple, on Google, and on Spotify. Yes, and we'll be letting you know, folks, we will definitely be appearing at some of the shows. And if you want to get a chance to meet Reggie live and meet me and some of our guests like uh, Tia Luttrell, some of the other celebrities, come on out and we'll tell you what events we'll be at. And come on out and get get an autograph and take a picture, a selfie with these guys and let them know that, hey, you're a part of this new movement that's going to be putting Baltimore on the map in a positive way. And we're going to knock down some of those uh, negative stereotypes. And who knows, you may have an idea or a project that we want to get behind and push you. There are some things and some people that we're looking at. We don't just do everybody, folks. You got to be special to be in this little club facing mm-hmm. going places. And you get a chance to meet the, one of the top national personal trainers. I mean, Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce got a CD <laughs> out for that. the little people. He got a, a thing. It's called Reggie and the Veggies. And I don't see him. Eat. Reggie, I, but I don't see you eat. Is veggies in your favorite dish? I didn't see any veggies. He eats a, a dish. I'm not going to tell you what it is because he will get me. But. I am wondering, he made that CD and they give it away to little kids and to organizations. If you're a nonprofit, you can write us or email us and see how you can get uh, or one of Reggie's things. And maybe how you can get Reggie to come to your organization. Mm-hmm. And he's got some great programs that he sets up for people. Uh, we're going to see if he won't do that uh, for you guys. All, All right. right. Definitely, Doc. Definitely. And if you are contemplating contemplating going into a business, you really want to stay with this show because we'll have people on that have done it, regular people that have gone through and they've done the things. We're going to have um, the lady who started the Great Blacks and Wax. Uh, We're going to have the person who took over the Reginald F. Lewis Museum and find out what they're doing and how they're doing and maybe how you can support them because these are institutions that really should be supported all the time just because they were put in our community for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and we really have an obligation to uh, support those people. You know, the owner of, as an example, we're going to have the owner of the Great Blacks and Wax uh, on the program and believe it or not, she also was a teacher up at uh, Coppin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we need to go there because I don't like hearing when we go to these places and they have more out-of-towners coming to them than the regular people here in Baltimore. And we should be shamed of ourselves for not doing what we can do because together we can make a change. Um, Politicians can say what they want 
And if they really want to be with the people, they'll get in there and they won't run from us because things are changing now. We want accountability. Mm -hmm. We want it before you get elected. And I think that if you wait, this is to all the politicians out there. I think you need to find a way to get community connected. And it's not just with one thing or uh, something here or there or your favorite people. I think that people are starting to get together from what I'm hearing. And I'm totally for it. To have the politicians, we can figure out who you are and what you are. But we want to see what you're doing before we put our vote out there for you. Mm -hmm. And all the politicians, you're invited to come on this show and let the public know what it is that you're advocating, what it is that you're going to do before the fact, not after the fact. Mm -hmm. So be on guard and be ready, politicians, because we're coming at you. The community has spoken as Mm -hmm. a group. And we want all of you be invited. But we also want to see you supporting some of these things that are happening in the city that you might not be a part of putting it together. But you owe it to the community to give them some support. And if you don't, we're going to out you on this program Mm. and see what kind of reception you'll be having in the community then. So we invite all of you politicians that's telling people what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And we invite you to come on faces going places and our audience will listen and see if you are telling the truth. Mm. All right, Reggie, you are going to be where on your next celebrity trip with the WIC program. Yeah. When and where? I'm actually going to be in um, Buffalo, New York. Um, Buffalo, New York, uh, for the New York State WIC Conference. It's coming up in April. Um, um, They haven't solidified a date yet, I don't think, but it's going to be sometime in April um, up in Buffalo near uh, near the falls. So we won't be over in Canada. We'll kind of be on the American uh, side. Right, on the the American side. That's right up there. You can see the falls. Yeah, we can Mm -hmm. see the falls. I'm so glad there's going to be in April. One year, Doc, they had it in (laughs) in February. God Almighty. I know. Hey, (laughs) you're talking that you got to be a prayerful person and in good standing so that those prayers are heard because that Niagara Falls Somebody said that the water can't talk. I, that's a lie. That is a lie. It was not only will it make you talk, but it make you try to answer with your lips frozen. It's a tough thing. But for, we are going to be in several places. I think uh, we're going to get an event thing out, but I believe we're going to be with the uh, Be More Healthy Expo, and okay. we'll be calling a lot of things. And, folks, please get behind whenever you hear the Harlem Wizards are coming to town be supportive of the young people because we are going to be doing probably about 10 games for the Harlem mm-hmm. Wizards and actually to raise funds for some of those nonprofit organizations and getting about 32 schools involved so that it really will have an impact. That's the mm-hmm. Wizards. And you can go to YouTube, look up the Harlem Wizards, and you can see who they are. They only do fundraisers, and we will be doing some games with Bowie State and with Coppin State, uh, we don't know about uh, Morgan State because uh, hopefully they will join the rest of the community. Yep. And uh, we, we're going to do something for our young people mm-hmm. so that they will really be proud of us coming together as partners. 
if the old people, older people don't set a good example, how can we expect our young leaders to know which way they should go? Right. So we're inviting you if you have a nonprofit, um, if you have a small startup company and you want to know how to get engaged with the community, we ask that you give us a call or you can email us. And email Reggie. Reggie, give them your email so they can they can email you and maybe we can put them on our schedule at least for a visit or a call so that they can maybe get involved in this new thing, this new happening that's going to help Baltimore get back on the right track. Oh, yeah. it's um, My email is uh, Reginald Thornton, R-E-G-I-N-A-L-D. T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N 07 at gmail.com. Um, and my other email is Reggie, R-E-G-I-E at sweatingo.com. That's sweat, letter N, letter G, letter O, dot com. All right, folks. And we told you we would be sharing with you some of the people that uh, we've worked with, some of the inventors. I think uh, in the earlier shows we told you my background was I ran a uh, what they call a technology commercialization program out of Washington, D.C. The only marketing arm that they had in the whole federal government during that time. And some of the projects were brought in by minorities, and I wanted to share some of those because many times the inventors or the people don't get credit for the things that they did, and somebody else takes them over, and you never knew that some of our folks were involved. Um, this one, I think we told you about the Hummer. I don't know mm-hmm. if we told you it was a result of the um, military in the 70s, late 70s, 76, 77, putting out a request for a replacement for the Jeep, which was aging at the time. And the request went out, and a couple of gentlemen took it over and demonstrated it outside the uh, Congress and thought they would be able to get support because it was really awesome. But they kind of kicked them out and didn't let them uh, even really make the presentation because they said they would never fund uh, something like that. And they were referred to me over at the Booker T. Washington Foundation in Washington, D.C., which was sort of like a think tank. And it was where my technology program was housed in the Booker T. Washington Foundation. And the gentleman came over and we got everybody gathered in the boardroom and they showed us this awesome, awesome vehicle. It could go in the water and out the water mm-hmm. and in the mud and out the mud and up the hill and down the hill. It was just incredible. And we analyzed it and talked with the uh, people that put it together. And we went to Chrysler at the time. Chrysler was uh, in bankruptcy in the car division. Now, the trucks were doing pretty good with the Chrysler. So we tried to attach them to the truck division and made a suggestion that the underutilized buildings that they had, uh, that Chrysler had, if we could partner with them so they would have a place to produce this vehicle. Now, interesting enough, it was not a public vehicle. You know of it as the Hummer, but it was a military vehicle. Those that were in the military will verify and know it. They know the a real name, which was called Humvee. Yeah. Yeah, Humvee. Right. Yep. That was the name. And most people don't know what, see, you can tell, <laughs> a lot of them know the, the acronym, but they don't know what it means or what it meant at that time. But it meant high occupancy multi-wheel vehicle. 
that was the Humvee. Mm -hmm. And of course, later on, they made a version of it for the public, which they called the Hummer. Mm -hmm. And that program got its initial blessing from the program we ran in Washington, D.C. So people say, how did we help to get the Hummer on? That we were the consultants that helped direct them and approve it to make sure that they knew that it was something that was worthy of being taken. And by 1985, AMC actually sold it to the military. The thing about it that makes it interesting for us is that it has become one of the top 10 military vehicles of all time. It's Mm. rated rated number 10 on the top 10 list of uh, vehicles for the military in all of time. Mm-hmm. And someone sent me an email. I guess you guys, I don't know if they call them pack rats or people that keep stuff that I don't even have. Mm-hmm. And hopefully at our next uh, program, I will tell you something about me. We're getting ready to come upon Black History Month. Yeah. And I say this so that you can have hope because if it could happen to me, it could happen to you. And the lady called me and she had in 1981. My program was part of the Black History mm-hmm. Calendars. Yeah, I was on the 1981 Black History Calendar. Not only was I on there, but one of my clients, a young lady from Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, who took over the shrimping business from her father. So the both of us, rarely do you have two people out of the same office on a Black History Calendar. Mm-hmm. We were both on the calendar put out by Booker T. Washington Foundation, and it was, um, I think, uh, sponsored by Dua Scotch. Okay. And they would tell tell you, ask you, what did you do? How did you drink the Dua Scotch? Okay. And I wasn't a drinker, so I had to think of something real quick. <laughs> and, and my comment, I remember the comment, was that how did I drink it? Because the, the, it was a liquor. It was a, it was a liquor. Dua's, okay. Dua's was a liquor and banana. So I used to, I had mine with milk. Oh, okay. Dua's banana uh, liquor with milk. And that's what I put in that, uh, in that calendar. So if you're out there, some people collect those things. I should have been smart enough. I didn't. But we're going to have do a little research to see if we can find that calendar. It was a 1981 Black History calendar. And um, Mr. Charles Williams was the vice president of, I believe it was Shinley's, was the parent company. That mm-hmm. company we know is still around. So if you have some research tips you want to give us, we're going to try to get some of these things so that our young people can mm-hmm. see that not only me, but there are other people like Reggie and different people who have made it um, a success so that our kids know that there are some of us that were out there and made some contributions that they should have. I don't know why the historians kind of overlook those little kind of things, you know, but we got to remind them in this day and time that we're still out there. But folks, Reggie, it's been a great show today. I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. We are ready to celebrate uh, Dr. King's birthday. I hope everybody will be out there and and doing it. This is a weekend for him. Of course, every week is really for him. We should be doing what what he stated every week, not just one week or one weekend. And we're Mm going to get away from that thing of Black History Month. Instead, we're going to have Black Year. And uh, 2020 is a good year for us to start. So... I'm your host, Dr. Mel Butler, and Mr. Reginald Thornton for Sweat and Go. Oh, yeah. 
He said, you sweat and then you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we have been proud to be your sponsors. Remember, Faces Going Places is a 501c3. Your donations are welcome. And folks, we want to say, see you next week. Definitely. Have Thanks a great for one. listening. Have a great one. Three, that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.